0: Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, in the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful. When life begins by Abu Yahya. Chapter 6 To whom belongs the kingdom today? The atmosphere in the plane of judgment was very harsh and distressing. On one hand, The surroundings and circumstances were very strenuous and on the other hand, people were being eaten up by the uncertainty about their future. In addition to feeling distressed and downcast, people also had intense bitterness and anger. This bitterness was directed not only at their own selves, but also at their leaders who had led them astray. As a consequence, Whenever their followers caught such leaders, they unhesitatingly beat them up. This was like a punishment before the actual punishment. Such chaotic happenings were occurring in various places in the plane of judgment. People were beating up other people and venting their anger on them, followers on their leaders, youngsters on their elders, and followers of religious scholars, on their leaders and wise men. But but it was of no benefit now. At least this was a source of some amusement for these worried and sorrowful and sorrowful people. We kept moved forward. We kept moved forward whilst witnessing these scenes. On the way I said to Saleh, I'm worried by the thought that in the previous world we used to get so distraught by electricity shortages and intense heat, even though it was for a short period of time. Such a long time has elapsed over here, and people have not had any respite so far. I do not experience the hardships of this environment because of your companionship, but the people who are here, they are truly being dealt very badly. Correct your words, Abdullah, they are not being treated badly, rather justice is taking place. Yes, no doubt, they are being dealt with in a very harsh manner. It is for this reason that all other creations had refused to shoulder the weight of this decision, making authority and power in the world, and then having to take the very stringent test of reward and punishment today. I cannot comprehend that if ordinary people have to face such severe hardships, then what would happen to those who had undertaken the responsibility of power? decision making on behalf of the people. I was thinking about the tyrants and dishonest dishonest public servants when I made this comment. Do you want to see what's happening to them? Saleh asked. I nodded. Saleh spoke as he started to move in different direction. Until now, we were in an area that held these people who are yet to uh, to have their accountability. The case of the people you referred to is similar in a way to the way The case of those people who were foremost in submitting to the truth has been dealt. The latter are currently standing beneath the throne, enshrouded among the rewards of God, and will not face any accountability apart from the mere formality of the announcement of their success. Likewise, but conversely, there are some forsaken people for whom it has already been decided on account of their bad deeds that they will go to hell. We are heading in their direction. As we progressed forward, the intensity and severity of heat rapidly increased. I realized this when I noticed the increase in the quantity of sweat that was dripping down from the bodies of the people. Of uh, people, sweat was not coming out in the form of drops, but was streaming down. However, the ground was scorching hot that the sweat evaporated as soon as the drops touched it. Due to thirst, the lips of those or these people were. were protruding, protruding out, and like a camel that is parched with excessive thirst, they were gasping, but finding, uh, but finding any water over here was out of question. On their faces, the shadows of terror were more prominent than signs of distress. What was the terror due to? Also, what was the terror due to? Also became apparent soon. Suddenly there was a strange strange unrest among the people. People started to run in all directions. When the crowd dispersed, I saw two angels running after one person. They were similar to the angels that we had come across when we were walking towards the throne earlier. One had a scourge of fire, and the other's whip had nails embedded in it. That person was trying with all his might to escape from them. But these angels were not leaving his side. It was clearly apparent that the angels were deliberately trying to tire him out. They would come near him and whip him once with the scourge and say, O ruler, get up and take a walk in your country. As soon as the scourge would hit him, he would shout and cry in pain and then stumble up and run again. Then the angels would start running after him again. It did not take me long to recognize this person. Saleh also introduced him. He was the head of state of your country. In a short while, the head of the state had been run down again after being beaten by scourges of fire and nails. After this, the angel started to bind him with a long chain whose chain links were glowing red after being heated up in fire. The head of state was helplessly mourning and pleading for mercy, but it seemed that... These angels did not know the meanings of the word mercy. They kept tying him mercil- mercilessly. When his entire body had been enchained, some other angels arrived. The first angel said to them, We have captured the head of the state. You need to go and round up all his supporters, aristocrats, courtiers and friends who were party to this ill-fated man's cruelty and corruption. As a consequence, there was a similar chaos again in the crowd, with people running, fighting, and getting beaten up. In a short while, a big group assembled that included ministers, advisors, bureaucrats, lords, rural uh, landlords, industrialists, and all types of callous people. After this, the angels grabbed them by their hair and began to drag them on the ground with their faces rubbing against the ground. When they passed near us, we became aware of the smell of their burning skin in the atmosphere. As I started to feel sick from the smell, Saleh immediately put his hand on my back, which made the odor disappear, allowing me to take a breath of fresh air again. They dragged them on and took them further away to the left side. I kept staring at the lines on the Ground that were made by their bodies as they were dragged along, as well as at the patches of blood left on the ground as it oozed out of their bodies. After seeing this horrific scene, a spontaneous sign leaped out from my lips. I thought in my heart, Where is their authority now? Where are the days of luxury and extravagance? Where are those magnificent palaces, lavish clothes, wasteful foreign trips? Spectacular cars, grandeur, pride, and majesty. Ah, these people chose such a poor outcome for such trivial and temporary gratifications. Salah said, These were all cruel, corrupt, and extravagant people. The decision about their ill fate had already been taken in the previous world. However, this is not their real punishment. The real punishment will be meted out in the hill. The direction in which the angels are taking them is very close to the hill. From there they will be taken for accountability when they will hear the verdict of eternal disgrace and punishment. Then they will be taken back to the same spot to our uh, left from where one after the other in a group they will be thrown into hell. On hearing about accountability I instinctively thought about the time and asked Salih. Salih Prophet's prayer was accepted a long time ago. But why has accountability not commenced up till now? It seems to you that it has been a long time, and the plane of judgment time passes very slowly. As a consequence, it seems that a long time has elapsed, but under the throne, only a very short space of time has elapsed. Do you want to know why even this much time has been taken up? You had told me that this is because those people who are to be pardoned, this hardship will be made an excuse for their reprieve. Yes, this is one of the reasons. But the second reason is that to make people realize that over here all the authority is in the hands of God. The thing is Abdullah, human beings did not appreciate their forgiving and merciful master. Today that master is making those people realize that human beings are so dependent on him and at the same time are so worthless for him. The first manifestation of his power and grandeur was the doomsday when the world of people was destroyed and everything they possessed was ruined. The entire might of occasion is today, the day of resurrection, when everyone has truly understood that there is no one of any importance when compared to God. The third occasion will be here shortly, that is the accountability when God will take the control of skies and the earth directly in his own hands. So was it not like this till now? No, it it has not been like this so far. Till now, on the face of it, the angels have run the system of this universe in accordance with the commands of the Almighty. Shortly, he will take control of all affairs of the universe directly in his own hands, so that all creatures, including the jinn, human beings and angels, realize that all authority and power is solely in God's hands. Presently, the entire universe that was spread across an unlimited distance over the skies is being pulled back. You are aware that in the previous world, this universe was spreading further by the second. Now, on God's command, distances are shrinking, and the multiple galaxies, stars, and planets spread all over the universe are again coming close again. Why is it so? I asked in a surprised tone. This is because God Almighty will dispute all of them, as rewards among the inhabitants of paradise. Then then in these places, those those who have been blessed by God will establish their kingdoms and authority. This act of assimilation of the universe is what the glorious Quran had referred to as wrapping up the skies around God's right hand. Then Saleh looked up towards the sky. Following his lead, I also looked up. The sun was still burning bright. I noticed for the first time that the moon was also present near the sun, but it had lost its glow and was slowly moving towards the sun. On seeing this, Saleh said, Today the earth and skies have transformed into something totally different. The earth has swollen up and become very huge, and thus there has been a tremendous increase in, in its size. I remember that the diameter of the earth was 25,000 5,000 kilometers but now there has been an increase of many falls in it furthermore this earth is now much more beautiful and picturesque than before Uh, Raphael had blown the trumpet twice on the first instance everything was destroyed but on the second blow of the uh, of the horn human beings had risen again between these two on God's command the earth became bigger and the angels created on it uh, magnificent homes, palaces, and gardens for the residents of the paradise. In addition, they created the best facilities for relaxation and amusement, as well as a new world whose beauty is simply beyond your imagination. Every dweller of the paradise will be given a home on this earth, which will be accompanied by large areas of land to inhabit. In the center of the earth will be Volcanoes with scorching lava and brooks of boiling water. This will be the abode of the dwellers of the hell. I tried to summarize what he had just stated. I was already aware of what you have stated right now f- from the verses of the glorious Quran. From the sayings of the Quran, one one uh, learnt that the owners of the earth would be the pious servants of God. It stated that the surface of the earth would be transformed into the paradise which would be the abode of the people of paradise. In the center of the earth would be the dwellers of hell. The stars and galaxies would be distributed among the dwellers of paradise as gifts and dominions. By the way, what will be in them? Its detail will be revealed in the grand gathering at the court. Do you remember that we talked about the grand gathering at the court? Yes, you said that after the accountability and judgment, all the people destined for paradise uh, would be presented in the court of the Almighty. That meeting is known as the grand gathering at the court. In this court, the dwellers of paradise will be awarded their formal uh, titles and entitlements. This entitlements. This will also be an opportunity for the people of uh, the people to meet their Lord, as well as an occasion to honor the people considered to be close to the Almighty. Yes, that day rewards will be given and tasks will be also will also be assigned. I noticed that the shineless moon had now merged into the sun. On seeing this, Saleh said, "The signs present in the sky are changing. The merger of the moon into the sun is one of them. This implies that all the skies have been now been uh, has have been now uh, folded up. Now." Any moment the Almighty Lord of the Universe will become apparent to everyone and the much-awaited court of accountability will commence. At that time, you and the entire world will find out who is this most esteemed and supreme entity called the God Almighty. Salah's sentence had not even finished when there was a loud bang. Everyone was shaken up as the noise came from the sky. Everyone's gaze turned upwards. Salah and I also looked upwards like everyone else. An astonishing scene became apparent straight away. There was a big breach in the sky, and shortly afterwards it ruptured and shattered into small fragments like the clouds. On seeing these breaches, on seeing these breaches it seemed as if multiple gates had formed in the sky. From every opening huge armies of angels began to descend onto the earth. There were so many that any sort of counting or estimate was futile. There were various groups of angels, and every group had their own manner and dress that was unique. The angels began to descend onto the center of the plane of judgment, where they encircled a vast elevated area in the middle of the plane. The angels were descending from the sky and arranging themselves in various circles, with all of them standing with their hands held together, respectfully. Their number was multiplying with every passing moment. Meanwhile, the human cry of people had come to an end as well. Everyone seemed spellbound, looking in the direction of the angels with awe-stricken eyes. All one could hear now was the sound of a few whispers. The reason for this was that every person was asking the person standing next to him about what was going on. I had an idea of what was happening but I still requested a clarification from Saleh. As expected he replied, the accountability is about to commence. The court of the one and only is being set up. This is the first stage. The angels are descending and will continue to do so for quite a long time. Then at the end, bearers of the throne will come down. When you last saw them, they were four in number. Now four more will join them so that there will be Eight angels who will come down along with the throne of the Almighty. The throne of the Almighty, I muttered to myself, Saleh explained a bit more. I am sure that you can understand that God does not sit on the throne. He is above and beyond such human concepts. In fact, the throne is only a point of contact for his creations. It is just like the Kaaba located in the house of God in Makkah in the previous world was the Qibla serving as a pointer. As you know that it was called the home of God, but that didn't mean that God lived in it. However, when people faced in its uh, direction while praying, it served as a point of contact and focus of attention for them. In the same way, people will be able to have a dialogue with the Almighty today via the throne. I ask so people will be able to actually listen to God. Yes, just like Moses heard God through a tree in the valley of Mount Sinai. And listen, Abdullah, there is one more thing of importance to tell you. I was already quite attentive, but became all ears when he said this. As soon as the bearers of the throne descend, the throne will light up with the reflection of God's pure light called Noor. This light will then spread all over the world, and the whole world will light up with God's Noor. That would mean that from there onwards, all affairs will take place under the direct control of the Almighty. This is... The meaning of one of the verses of the Quran that states that God will take the entire world in his fist. The very first order of the day would be that everybody should bow down and prostrate on the ground in front of the Almighty. Abdullah, that order will generate a shocking scene. You will see that all the angels will prostrate. All prophets, suddiki, shuhada and pious people present in the shadow of the throne on the right hand side will bow down. I could not help but ask what about the people present here in the plane of New judgment? This is the important and shocking event I alluded to. Any person who is a rejecter of the truth, hypocrite, defiant to God or a criminal in his eyes, will not be able to prostrate in front of him. Such people will try their utmost to bow down but their necks and spines will become rigid like wooden boards making it impossible for them to bend. In addition, the earth will also resist and any movement by them in its direction. What about the others? I asked. Saleh continued, those people with a mixed bag of deeds but with less sins will manage to bow down and due to this they will be called for accountability right away. For the rest, the stronger the faith and better the deeds, the more they will be able to bow. Some people will be able to bow down to the level of the knees, some less than that, and others Will only be able to bend their necks for prostration. In essence, the less one would bow, the more misfortune one would face. In essence, the less one would bow, the more misfortune would uh, uh, the mis- the more misfortune one would face. I nodded as I understood the concept and said, "So it means that when <coughs> when that happens, so it means that when that happens, people will get an idea about their fate." No. Although I am informing you about this, they themselves would not be aware of all this. However, they will feel humiliated for not being able to prostrate or a bit contented if they manage to bow down. But people will truly come to understand that who is God, what. But people will truly come to understand that who is God. They will find out about the entity they chose to ignore during their lives. They will know that who is the king of all kings, the one who rules over all emperors. They will recognize the only one who deserves to be worshipped. They will appreciate the one who controls controls this universe, the one who is the source of all that is good. They will know the one who can make or break one, uh, anyone's destiny with a slight gesture, the one who can question anyone about any deed, but no one can question him about any decision. They will truly grasp, the grasp that only for him is every praise, every thanks, and every act of worship, whether done stood up, kneeled over, or in a prostration on the ground, they will know that who is the one who deserves to be the focus of all offerings, all expressions of humility, all acts of love, all supplications, and all chants of God is a great, God is great, God is great, God is great. As Saleh said these words, his body began to tremble and he fell on the ground in prostration as he uttered the words, God is great. At the same time, I noticed that a peculiar light started to spread everywhere. The whole atmosphere was lit up with that special light. Meanwhile, all the angels started to chant loudly the praise of the Lord, supplications of admiration and thanks and cries of God is great. I realized that the atmosphere was now lit with the reflection of God's nur from the throne, but I kept standing there, with my gaze pointing to the ground i did not dare to look up towards the throne after a short while i heard the familiar but authoritative voice of gabriel the trustworthy to whom belongs the kingdom today all the angels shouted back it belongs to the ever dominant one and only god gabriel the trustworthy kept asking this question again and again and the angels kept giving the same reply in a loud voice this created such a terrific scene in the plane of judgment that hearts started to tremble. Finally, a loud voice said, "Where are the servants of the Most Merciful? Where are the slaves of the Lord of the World? Where are the ones who consider God to be their Lord, their King, and their Sustainer? Where, wherever they are, wherever they are, they must bow down in the front of the Lord and Master of the whole world." As soon as I heard this, without making any effort to look up. I straight away bowed down into prostration next to Saleh on the ground. The plane of judgment suddenly became very quiet. There was pin drop silence. The safety that I felt at that moment while in prostration was unmatched by any previous prostration in my life. I do not know what others were saying in this state but I was repeatedly begging for forgiveness and mercy. I do not know for how long there was complete silence. They suddenly Then suddenly I heard a voice saying, He is God, there is no God but Him. These were the same words that I had first heard while in prostration close to the throne. However, this voice was completely different to the one I had heard. The gravity, severity and harshness of the voice was such that the bravest of people would have trembled on hearing it. For a moment there was a pause which was accentuated by the deep silence all around. Then a voice harsher and louder than even a thunderbolt said, I am the king. Where are the defiant? Where are the arrogant? Where are the kings of the earth? I am the king. Where are the defiant? Where are the arrogant? Where are the kings of the earth? These words hit the ears of the people like a thunderclap. No one was in a position to answer this question. If anything, People started to weep and cry. My body started to tremble because of the sternness and firmness of ferociousness of that voice. I suddenly recalled every single occasion in my life when I considered myself as powerful, mighty, and in charge, even if only within the confines of my home. I wish that the earth would burst open and would hide inside it. And I would hide inside it. I wish that the earth would burst open and I would hide inside it. I wished I could somehow escape the wrath of God. In a state of utter helplessness, the following words escaped from my mouth. If only my mother had never given birth to me. My heart and mind could not take this any longer. I lost consciousness, falling down on the floor. The end of chapter 6. Alhamdulillah.